Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Matt. You're listening to Fruit of the Boom. It's a fresh produce podcast. I'm here with my man, JBJR. Yo, yo, yo. What up, what up, what up? Uh, hi, I'm chilling, man. How are you doing? Episode 19, bro. 19. 19. <sighs> That's almost two tens. That's crazy. Right. We almost there, brother. Almost at the two zero. Oh, man. And you know who we got with us today? Man, who we got? Major 88 Keys. Super producer. Yeah, yeah. What's going on? How you doing, brother, man? Oh, man. I'm blessed, man. What's going on? Thanks for coming out and kicking it with us, man. Most definitely, man. Oh, no doubt, man. You know, I'm in the building. I just got in from Atlanta, so, you know, I had to make sure I pull up on you. Hell yeah. Hey, we appreciate it, man. As always, man, fire, 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 fire. Appreciate that, man. Like, I really appreciate all this file work. I'm just even the first beat that I hate, we couldn't play all the way through, man. That motherfucker was on some, like, I was telling you, like, some Rick Ross level shit. That motherfucker was beautiful. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for real, for real. So, yeah, man. So, you know, we're going to bring you on, man. We want to talk to you, you know, also just interview you, man. You know, keep it natural, keep it simple, like I told you before we started. For sure. So, we know we're just going to start from there, man. So, uh, first things first, man. Uh, I already know before, uh, just not even as a music producer, you're an actual musician. So, go yes, ahead. Sir. Just go ahead and uh, expunge and just like elaborate on your actual musical background. Well, uh, first, I mean, I, I grew up in church. Uh, my dad's a pastor mm-hmm. and everything like that. So, like, I, I played the drums starting out. Uh-huh. And then I went on to the keyboard, the organ, and uh, on to the lead guitar. Nice. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm just making it jump. Like, you know, just kind of tell you a little bit of everything. But mm-hmm. that's where it kind of all, the musical background with the instruments came from. And then that took off. Yeah. So you play any? Do you play in groups with people whenever when you're making beats at all, or are you just mostly strictly in church stuff? Oh no, like I'm a, I'm one of those musicians that like I I collab and play with like a lot of different people. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm definitely down to collab with other producers and musicians, uh, but of course it just has to make sense. Sure. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, and um, that's really it for me. Um, I work with a lot of uh, dope producers like uh, D Money out of North Carolina, G uh-huh. Money in Atlanta, mm-hmm. uh, Phenom the Don uh, out of Atlanta. Um, so you know what I mean, like dope produ- uh, people's uh, Fetty Wap engineering. Like I, I, I like to bridge a lot of gaps with the musician and yeah. the producer because like there's a lot of dope musicians out there, but. Unfortunately, they can't make a dope beat to say they like. Sure, right, right, but right. they got the, the they got the, the chops. Yeah, mm. the the chops or the the concepts and yeah. the idea, the dope musical ideas. But they need that producer to come along and like technically put the stuff together. Sure, right, 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 right. That's awesome, man. So you said you started like I mean when you were a little kid, basically, huh? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I started playing the drums when I was like. 12. Nice. 12 years. How long 12. Have you been playing the keys for? You said you play organ? Yeah, I started playing. Uh, yeah, it's, it's funny, the organ right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I started uh, playing uh, keys mm, about 17, 18. Nice. Okay. Because at that point, I was kind of like not bored with the drums, but I, I, got, I got so good at the drums, I was like. I don't, you know, I'm ready to learn something else. Like yeah, a new I mean, challenge, basically. Yeah. It's a melody in you. Yeah, so 
that just but at that time I was already kind of starting to make beats too so I was like well this would be cool for me to learn next yeah mm-hmm. so what'd you make beats in uh, what'd you start with well I was making beats like again collaborating with other producers like they was using Fruity Loops uh huh but like I I got away from producing and just went full live uh huh mm-hmm. and started playing for like concerts and tours and and church stuff and sure and, and conferences and different things like that mm-hmm. so i got away from producing and then just went to strictly traveling playing live nice and that was, and that was cool i bet and i was getting I'm, you know that was good but then i was you know getting work for hire from producers uh-huh in different cities especially in atlanta and they'll be you know fly me out to lake keys on some stuff or uh-huh. whatever and then that's what opened up my eyes to like hey maybe i could you know produce for real for real mm-hmm. but i was still hung up on like touring and playing on concerts and staring off in twenty thousand people like yeah. you know what i'm saying like that was fun so you know just to uh, kind of elaborate more and just kind of that's a perfect segue as a matter of fact which uh was just doing live stuff man so tell everyone just especially with producers man you know and producers that are also musicians that also want to be able to play live with different bands and different groups and stuff like that tell us about like your experiences with them like like how did it benefit you and how it make you grow more as a musician how much Repeat that last part. So basically, how did your live working with like live groups and things of that nature? Uh, how much benefit did you gain from that? Just be able to play live in front of like large amounts of people, like in arenas and things of that nature. Uh, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm I'm never scared to perform. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm there's no stage that's big enough. Like the bigger the stage is, like the bigger the confidence. Mm-hmm. So for me, so I mean. That's just where I, and then I mean, church really gets you, especially black church, like okay. black church gets you real governor, like as a musician, they throw you out there. Yeah. Right. So right, right. like you could be halfway decent or good and they'll throw you out there. Sure. Right. And right, right. You, like you own the spot like yeah, you right just now. Get it. Yeah. So you definitely, so you would definitely say a church was, is definitely a huge contributor to like growing you as who you are right now as major eight day keys. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, because it, it, and I specifies with the classifier with black church because like mm-hmm. I didn't play for all the denominations because I play multiple styles of music uh-huh. as well. And I know how to read music, so mm. I'm not. You can't cancel me out. Right, right. So right. I I say that because, for instance, you it'll be a song just randomly sung, mm. and nobody knows the song. Uh huh. But as a musician, you would be expected to follow and come freestyle, as you would say, and mm. come up with something on the spot. Yeah. And everybody would just fall in, like. That's hard to do, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. And 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 then the other other styles of churches like CCM and non-denominational, they don't have that kind of setup. Like sure. everything is like you know what you're playing, when you're playing it, and, right? You know, it's mm-hmm. kind of you know script, you know, planned out or scripted out a little bit. So mm-hmm. versus the random song being sung, you're like, what? And yeah. You just gotta find a key and just <laughs> fall in. Yeah. So. Yeah, and doing that on a big stage opens like even knocks that 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 chip off or that 
or that nervousness off because not mm-hmm. only did I have to do this, like do it, but I had to do it in front of like multiple thousands of people. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> so that's what's up, man. That's what's up, man. So another question I want to ask, man, because I know, like you said earlier, man, you worked with a lot of different people out there and things of that nature, man. How did you get into uh, the game of working with big names that you have been working with, man? How like how did that fall? How did you fall into that? Um, that really started, um, I have to say, uh, social media. Okay. Uh, social media for, for me, opened it up a door to, you know, showcase what I can do. Right. And as a, as a producer starting out, most producers weren't like showing their screen showing what they're doing and showing what plugins they're using uh-huh. and all of that different types of stuff and I was just always when I came on the scene I was just always transparent like that and I think that's why like my fan base grew for like other you know artists producers and my fan base that want to get in touch with me they were like dang dude got credits and you know blah 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 and he's showing us what plugins he using, how he using them, and you know, like yeah. my chain flow, and and at that time, like I said, I didn't, I wasn't even seeing nobody doing that, and I was following all the hit producers, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? But it was ironic that once I I did start doing it, I did see more people like follow that trend, sure, you know what I mean? But I mean, I'm not gonna be the one to say, oh, I take credit for that, but mm-hmm. it just I, I took that as a sign that says, okay. Even if I did start that wave or not, I just know I'm in the mix of yeah. what I'm doing. Like, because now I'm seeing the producer who I was following that wasn't doing it. Now he's doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that means you had to either get it from me or somebody around that maybe sure. that was influenced. So I was like, okay, I'm being watched. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. social media, most of the time, people ain't going to always say or like or double tap or inbox you. They just going to watch. Yeah. And that's what helped me get to those other celebrities because they were seeing my transparency through my social media. Uh, especially like once I got like jumped and robbed at gunpoint and I put that even on my social media yeah and they was all like dang so like I even put like the bad out there about my journey yeah mm-hmm. the good the bad the flossing the stunting the getting robbed at gunpoint like yeah. you know f- and I had money in my pocket jewelry on and everything like that how people normally see me out but they didn't even like want my chain or nothing like that they just wanted my bag uh-huh. with my music and like with the laptop and, oh, and stuff wow. like yeah so then I took that as a like dang they didn't even want your yo your chain your money they ain't say like give me your money or nothing like that they just instantly hit me over the head and like wanted to take my book back yeah that mm. had that had all your music in yeah it. just the music in wow it. Mm. but ironically the heart in the midst of the struggle struggle the, the hard drive flew out oh of shit. the bag so out of everything that was the only thing i was able to get back of course it was you know messed up from being dropped but i was able to get the files off and everything yeah. like that and keep everything because i just backed it up yeah. two weeks before that happened oh cool mm. 
And then okay. two weeks after it happened, that's when I got hit up by Boosie and Keisha Cole. Oh, nice. Nice. <laughs> that's what's so, up. So, like, I tell, like, and I put all of that out there on the net, on my social media, and that's what kept people like, damn, this brother real. Like, you know, regardless to how people see me out and they see me flashy looking, like, no, nah, I'm still a real human. There's some real shit that still happened, mm-hmm. too. You know what I'm saying? And this is the good, yeah. but this is the bad. And then this was the result of the bad that happened. Right. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? So it's all about you got to be able to go through the storm. Sure. So if you can't go through the storm and just get a little wet and keep going, then, nah, this ain't the business for you. I hear that. You might want to go get a job. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it that, brother. I ain't mad at you on that. So you produce not in Fruity Loops, huh? No, I'm a I'm a hundred percent logic yeah. ten all day. But as a super as a super producer, I do believe you need to be able to produce in multiple dogs. Sure. So mm-hmm. I do know how to produce in Fruity Loops. Sure. I done made about twelve beats in Fruity Loops <laughs> from start <laughs> to finish. But you um, fuck with logic. Yeah, logic. Um, nice. But I do a studio uh, logic. Fruity Loops. Uh huh. Ableton. Nice machine. Uh huh. If I like. Oh, and of course. NPC. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Which NPC you rocking? Uh, I definitely like the Renaissance. Yeah. I like, okay. Yeah. Uh, but this new one is dope. This, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. The NPC live and them yeah, is it's pretty dope. So I I I got a couple encounters in Atlanta to play with it. So yeah. Yeah. I, I'm I might get one, but I don't know. Sure. I, but I'm a I'm a I'm a hard I love hardware. So I uh, I'm a Yamaha. Yeah. User okay. heavy. So. Motifs or like motif. Yeah. Uh-huh. Motif. Yeah. yeah nice. Yes. You ever do you have a motif or a, yes, yeah. Yamaha XF six. Nice. All black. Nice. nice. Yeah. That's awesome, man. So when you're making a beat, do you like uh do you record like MIDI into your uh dawn then you I do both. or do you do go like live straight I'm in? I'm doing both. Uh-huh. Like like that right there, them keys that y'all hearing right there, mm-hmm. that's no quantize. That's straight off the motif. Yeah, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying. No, no quantize. No, just ran some lines yeah, out. And, yeah, and I mean, my, uh, I mean, as a musician, and now we'll have to go back to your question earlier. Like being mm-hmm. a musician, playing live, you have you have to have, you know, perfect timing, if not accurate. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying. On those ones and those four, you know, on the three and like, yeah. you know, being able to really hit the pocket. Totally. Be able mm. to still have that swing. So while so while certain stuff is stay in the pocket, somebody else know it's okay, I can be on the swing or off a little bit because yeah. the pocket is already there. So now all this other swingy natural stuff is just gonna just fall off and Cause it's in the pocket You know what I'm saying Hell yeah So That was the benefit Of me being a musician For so long Before really getting Into being A producer uh-huh. I mm-hmm. understood the pocket I understand groove I understand emotion Sure You know what I'm saying I understand cadences I understand Letting the beat breathe And And like I said I play rap Jazz R&B Gospel Classical Neo soul Latin Yeah All of that So and you know what? Um, like we talked about with Clever just last episode, man, with music theory, man. So definitely sounds like since you're a musician, music theory is absolutely key, 100% key. Mm-hmm. So just like I asked Clever, I'm going to ask you, man, explain for the people out there how important just 
for even producers just to know music theory for their craft? Oh, man, it's just, I mean, just have knowing music theory before I even went to college, that's what helped me be different from everybody else uh-huh. mm-hmm. out the gate. I, uh, I hopped on YouTube. Like every, you know what I'm saying? Like anybody else would online. Mm-hmm. Uh, because most people or musicians weren't going to give me the knowledge or, you know, they was real selfish. Sure. So I just had to go ahead and get it on my own, get the knowledge on my own mm-hmm. and learn theory, learned about scales and knowing about progressions and what the one to the four and all of that, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And then that's when I went to college already knowing not everything because when I went to college I, I think I was a, probably about a 40% ahead, ahead of the curve of what my degree was uh-huh. mm. so okay. I was already again going in like I already know I, I think my, my degree was like 7-8 courses uh-huh. as far as like theory classes Yeah, mm. I was already passed I already knew about 4 or 5 of those Yeah, you know probably three four in its entirety like and then the other two like oh, i already knew some of that yeah you know because i already put that time in totally but yeah so theory is like number one for you you'd say then probably oh yeah because it has to make sense yeah like the b has to make sense like, right the 808 gotta like stuff gotta be in the key uh-huh. but but then it's times when stuff don't have to be in the key i hear that and and sometimes people don't even know that it's in the relative key. Sure. So it still made sense. It's just you, you know, just not being a, a musical nerd. You like, oh, well, it was in a minor, key, so you, it was already in the same key. Right. So you just left it alone. But, but yeah. So theory, and then knowing progressions because you know, then we can make a beat on on the spot right now. Right. And just pick a pick a progression. Sure. And then embellish off the progression. Right. Mm-hmm. When some people have to poke around and try to come up with a melody. Mm. If anybody see my hashtags, I, it's melodies for days, chords for days. There you go. I got a melody at any given time, chord progressions at any given time. Nice. Nice, nice. So, speaking of which, man, since you mentioned school, man, where did you go to school and what was your degree? I went to uh, Flow and uh, got my uh, music degree there in performance and theory. Nice. Okay. That's what's up, man. So, man, so how uh, your experience in school, man, like you say, like 40% ahead, uh, just ahead of the curve, man. Like, your school experience, man, how was that, you know, now knowing your musical background, what you grew up with, man, how would you just experience this in school in general, just knowing that you were that far ahead? Again, like I said, bigger the stage, bigger the confidence. So, I mean, I, I went in, like, because I... I believe in if, if, you know, honesty is the key, you know what I'm saying? If everybody could be honest, you know what I'm saying? We would just be able to deal with each other a lot more easier, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. it's, it's just, it just works out that way. Sure. So for me as a student, I walked into my teacher letting them know what kind of student I am. Mm-hmm. So hopefully he can know how to teach me as a student. <laughs> right, right. To let him know like, yo. That hard work that you're doing over there, you ain't finna have to do all of that over here. Sure. You know what I'm saying, basically. And then that's when, you know, yeah, okay, that's what you say. And then it was like, okay, that's fine. I'm going to show you. And then when we did, like, our first classroom performance, 
um, you read it, you got to read the music, and then the first time around, you got to do it, like, exactly, and then if you want to, then you can go back the second time and embellish and freestyle. Sure. And that's something that they don't teach you, improv. You can't teach improv. You can but it's hard to teach that because that's a feeling. Freestyling is what it is. It's freestyling. Yeah. It's off the top. You know, so. Mm -hmm. And I would do that, and that's when he found out right then and there, and the whole class found out because I was still dressed how y'all would see me out, shining with uh -huh. jewelry on, flashy <laughs> looking, like, because mm -hmm. people think I'm trying to stunt, but I literally look like that all the time. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? But that, so they see that. But not really knowing, like, oh dang, he really can play, play. Uh huh. Because I never walk around and talk about what I do. I just go to school, go to class. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Keep it moving. Yeah, keep it moving. Most of them, like, years younger than me anyway, and they not on the level of what I'm doing anyway. So, sure. You know, you can, I, they wasn't the kind of company I wanted to keep like that. So it just, um, yeah. It, and then the teacher found out where I was at level wise and. We had a good relationship ever since. Like wow. he was like, "Oh wow!" And he started putting me in, uh, you know, some of the concerts. Wanted me to join. I'm like, "Look, man, I don't do that lame music stuff. Like that's why I didn't do it in <laughs> high school." I'm like, the curriculum was so lame. I'm like, "Bro, this music is horrible. I refuse. <laughs> I refuse. I, I'm. I would be like drumline, always throwing stuff in. Then I would get in trouble. I, it is no. I'm good. Yeah. So and then college, I was like." Uh, Y'all do some cool stuff So he just kind of brought me on Like when we did a um, Ray Charles tribute uh -huh. I, uh, I was the musician for that Nice At the college That's yeah. awesome so that, You know what I'm saying So it was pretty dope That's killer then, Yeah So you got a favorite keyboard Other than your Phantoms Or I mean you know, uh, uh, I mean I'm a Yamaha man All day Like uh -huh. I'm I'm Yamaha And semi-endorsed So you know what I'm saying That's nice. really That's really where I, where do, you I got a, do you got a Rhodes Or you got a Whirly Or anything like that uh, no, I have uh, the right now my two boards that I have. Uh, I have the MM6 uh -huh. Yamaha. That's on top. That's my MIDI board that I use. Okay. And then uh, I got my bottom board, the black Yamaha uh, XF6. Nice. Because it has, and then I'm able to manipulate and EQ and you know do a lot of my sound design stuff that I do on there already before transferring it to Logic. Sure. Embellishing it even more or making it thicker on Logic. Mm -hmm. so. Uh huh. So when you're starting a beat, do you start with a beat? Uh, I mean, with the uh, with like the drums or the uh, no, melodies, huh? Melodies. Nice. I'm standing here and I'm telling y'all the hit is in the melody. Yeah. All day. And that's a common thing that we've been coming across lately, right? Yep, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Always starting with the melody, man. But go ahead. Go. So no. go, expand. Spons on why you kind of just start with the melody first outside of that. Um. Because um. Well, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna expand on it like you said. First of all, um, the melody, it, it's the emotion. It's, it's gonna be the words. It's gonna be, you know what I mean? It's gonna be what you're gonna hum. It's gonna, mm -hmm. and even more simpler, like I'm a parent. I got a, a four year old and a seven year old. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, my, my, we got kids out here that's young, young as them or younger than them, mm -hmm. not even really putting the words all together, but mm -hmm. they're putting the sound together. Sure. Of, uh, 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 uh. They not going. They not doing that. Right, right. They humming a melody. There you go. And they catching cadences and patterns. So that's what's a hit. If a two and three year old can catch your melody, not your beat and your flow, 
they not even really catching the rhythm right. Right. But they catching the melody. Yeah. So that's why a melody is always going to be the hit. Yeah. Exactly. That's a great point, man. I think that's awesome. So, so speaking of which, man, um, I want to just uh, have you explain, uh, just kind of have you expand on something that we all uh, just spoke about more in the past as well, as far as like working with big name people out there. Yeah. Um, what would you say? Do you have like a favorite record that you ever say? It was like, oh man, like this is one of my favorite records I produced for this person, <laughs> or like I had this, this has been like the greatest experience I had, or one of the greatest experiences I ever had. Like, do you have a, that kind of record or that kind of. Well, um, yeah, I got a couple of. Uh... Um, well, f- first of all, uh, I just did um, the Sammy. Uh, I was on the Sammy album, uh-huh. Coming of Age. It just dropped like nice. a couple weeks ago. Nice. Uh, so uh, that's doing real, real good on the charts, number two on the R&B charts awesome. and uh, awesome. top ten Apple Music. So uh, we, the record is, the album is just really doing good. Uh, very organic album. Very personal album very relatable album so Mm -hmm. everybody can relate to it and uh it's dope so definitely go get that i did number 10 be alone uh also uh had a co-production on there with uh vante and as well as uh troy taylor uh, one of my mentors in the game and he's responsible for trey songs and other big name artists so um so that's another uh, thing too to my journey man uh I, i got mentors uh uh, that's been in the game, you know, 15, 20 plus years. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they know the ins and outs. They, um, you know, they see the kind of talent that I have as a as a young producer up and coming as well uh, because I feel like I'm one of the next ones up, mm-hmm. especially uh, in St. Louis. Yeah. That's why I definitely want to just come out and – be seen in the city in my city and stuff like that you know i'm originally from maryland but of course st louis then became my home so yeah you know i definitely uh shout outs to both you know at all times but um that's definitely where i'm at though with it and and i guess that's why my journey is different Mm -hmm. because i don't have one trick you know, I got multiple tricks. Um, sometimes, like, you know, in beat battles, it's kind of weird because I, I don't know if I want to cater to the crowd, cater to the judges, cater what I want to do. Like, sure. You mm. know, I, that's why they be kind of weird for me sometimes. But <laughs> but that's why I think that that first one, you know, the second one, I kind of was like, I didn't know who to cater to with it. But, um, but like, with the first one, I just was... You know, I definitely like was lit. Like I, I was just on a different, a different. I was in a different place. Yeah. So it was just, you know, mm. it was cool. Hell yeah. So as a matter of fact, since that's actually a perfect subject to kind of uh, lead off with, uh, is the beat battle, man. So kind of tell us how you uh, learned about fresh produce and just meeting us and just being the beat battles. Like, tell us how how did you come about that? Well, uh, I think. Uh, I had some uh, I had some good friends that were coming supporting. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I had some good friends coming out supporting uh uh true true on the track. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um and Shout uh, out to the and um they were um Courtney and uh Bates. Uh-huh. Shout out to the homies. Yeah, and uh 
Cause I know I think uh, like he did some stuff on her project or did a whole project yeah, or whatever. Yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, dope. And uh, and they were like, yeah, they be going, they be doing beat battles and stuff. Wooty wooty woo. And I was all like, oh okay, that's cool. And I think like the first time they said it, I didn't go. And and then the second time they said it, they were like, yeah, true, true, gonna be doing it again. I'm all like. Alright, I'm gonna try to make it to this one. Then. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then, and then I, like I said, I made it out to it. Um, Cause like I said, that's just my PR and, and everybody just been, you know, really just encouraging me to be out more at the right stuff. It ain't always about being out all mm-hmm. the time. Sure. But it's just about being out at the right stuff. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Especially to obtain a fan base. Um, always, oh, I'm always obtaining new fan base. Sure. You know, like I don't never. Settle for just who I already got. Like you know, I'm in nineteen thousand whatever followers now. Like I want to be at twenty by next week if possible. But I gotta be out to yeah. see enough people, right. you know, via social media and out in person to sure. gain a thousand more followers. If that's really what I want, you know what I mean. Like so, being out at certain things and being a part of certain things like beat battles and like I said now Remy Martin. Um, they want me to be a part of theirs and yeah. I standard. They actually want me to help put together their uh, St. Louis one. Nice. Uh, so that's something on the thing for on the calendar for 2018. That's what's up. Um, so I mean, just I I always tell people it's bigger than just music for me. Like I'm on a on a mogul level. You know what I'm saying? I definitely want to, you know bring up young producers and artists as well especially yeah. like like my bro sitting next to me you know what i mean johnny yeah. la in the building you know what i mean so shouts out yeah say yeah, what's yeah. up man you can speak to the mic man say what's up what's going on what's going on it's good to be here man thank you for having me uh most definitely man welcome welcome to the show brother yeah most definitely most definitely most definitely most definitely so so hey when when you uh how, how many beats are you making a week usually um, normally when um, These days Are a lot <laughs> I, I don't make as many beats Cause now I'm, I'm doing a lot of recording Uh huh I'm doing a lot of Business meetings And interviews and, Okay And um, Building the brand Building the company In the studio cooking Nice Um, As well as Major 88 Keys Myself as a brand Yeah And, and as well But like I said Bringing on different Business ventures For the team to eat You know mm, Absolutely but uh, to answer your question, so um, normally when when I can just produce, I can normally do about three to five beats a day. Nice. That's what's up. Mm. Killing it. About from start to finish. Yeah. Hell yeah. Just all different types of genres? Yeah, you, different okay. types of genres, or mm-hmm. I always produce whatever mode I'm in. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And then if I'm ever... Undecisive about a mode Like if I got people around me Like my bro I'll be like Okay well what you feeling You know what I'm saying Because then I, Whatever I'm producing I know I have your energy In the room mm-hmm. If it's lit You know what I'm saying definitely. Yeah So right, right, right. So you know And then I just run like that I don't never I don't never force production Sure So like If I'm not If I'm not In a turned up mode Like I will not I won't make no Turned up music Right Mm -hmm. Like I can even have Deadlines That's why sometimes That's why I always Work in my Whatever mode I'm in Because It's gonna be Hard to Force produce These types of emotions If you're not In that mode Sure Right right You know and then And then I know it You may not know it But if you didn't If you do know it Then that's like Oh well 
I've been in a shitty, you know what I'm saying? I've been having a shitty mood lately, so I'm not really lit enough to turn make these club beats that you yeah. wanted me to make. <laughs> I've been really in a down mode, so I've been making some Drake or some, yeah, some right, right, right. you know, some underwater shit. Days. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know? shit. But, days, yeah, but that's why, but when I'm in those modes of excitement or I'm feeling good, like I always, oh, I'm making high energy music yeah. today. Yeah. Whether it's turned up, whether it's poppy, whether it's walking down the block, jittery music, <laughs> like whatever, just you know, whatever I'm feeling that day, I'm gonna I'm a make it. Especially like if I'm smoking and I'm stoned out, then I'm gonna make some some that wavy vibes, yeah, that stoner vibes, or yeah. mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, mellow music, uh-huh. or you know, mm-hmm. because that's my my vibe. So I'm right, gonna make right. those three to five beats sure. that day. And those vibes. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's what's up, man. So uh actually I wanna go back to the second um you say you, you know, you from originally from Maryland, but you know, St. Louis is pretty much your second home. And yeah. I know right before we start the podcast, you said you know you be in ATL a whole lot as well. Yeah. So uh tell us about just you um being a traveling musician, not even just a traveling producer, just a traveling musician, just ha- you know, how have you been traveling, the importance for like people that wanna be in the music industry and wanna be out there, how important is travel? Uh, you definitely got to get out here. Um, I'll speak to that. Yes, you got to get out here. You got to travel. Um, you got to put that in your budget. Um, you got to um, anyway in your budget. Um, mm. Everybody got their own little level of bougie. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? Everybody ain't going to want to travel lesser than what they feel like their standard is. But sure. I mean, but if you get unhumble, you feel like, okay, well, this is what I can do. You know, then this is the sacrifices I'm willing to do to get here. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. And you definitely got to travel. For me, I, I'm not a car person, but that's why I fly a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but if it's like a couple of us going and, you know, stuff like that, you know, yeah. then, then, yeah, I'll, we'll go ahead and drive, get the get the Sprinter or something sure. like that. Mm-hmm. Something that we can party on and, yeah. and you know, turn up while we're going down there but and be comfortable. But if not, then, like I said, then it's just in the budget to where, okay, I'm going to fly. You know yeah. what I mean? And everybody knows somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody where you can get some some tickets you know what i'm saying for cheap or just plan it out ahead yeah. where right. you can you know get some good rates but you gotta travel you gotta get from behind the keyboard fellas yeah and ladies like y'all gotta tr- go to atlanta or you gotta go to new york you gotta go to la like you gotta go uh-huh. you, you know like the music conferences and stuff like that that's in um you know, South by Southwest or the A three C or or uh the one that's that we just Revolt. had the revolt. Oh yeah. my god, I'm mad like I couldn't go. I'm mad. Like honestly that's for where I'm at now in the game, that's where I need to be. Like I done South by Southwest. I and I and I do A three C. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm a part of Beat Stars. I got a Beat Star page and all nice. that stuff. So, you know, they definitely was happy to have me a part of beat stars and everything like that so they you know got me down there to a3c and yeah. everything and all of that so that was a dope experience as well so um like i wouldn't get that if i was just behind never traveling right never being seen like nobody respects somebody that's just behind the keyboard like mm-hmm. like you know like that was like for french montana to have a hit record and didn't even know who that producer was like <laughs> i mean like 
yeah, people was feeling some type of way towards him, but also I fought the producer. Like, yeah. like at what notion did was you ever gonna say, oh, I'm finna go see him? Like, even if he didn't know you, at the end of the day, you produced that hit record. Yeah. I would have been walking up to the club that I know that he, hey, man, what you doing, man? I'm the producer of, uh, you know, such that such and such record. Yeah. Even if your name ain't on the list or nothing like that, like, you got to look the part. That's why your appearance is everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you can't go with a dingy t-shirt and you know nappy beard and you know like you know you can't go looking unpresentable but you're saying i'm this big producer right or i'm this big songwriter Uh or this big artist like unfortunately like that's just not how it works you know is because then it looks like you need a handout (laughs) so no for real like i'm just telling you the words not my words these are the words from the industry people from like Zaytoven on down you know what I mean it's, they they said they you could probably be the worst rapper in the building but because you look like a star they willing to hear you out give you a shot sure mm-hmm. so it that only just again speaks to okay I just gotta look presentable I'm not saying now me I'm not saying you gotta look all over the top and you know go spend your last on some red bottoms or anything like that but mm. just look presentable to, to be heard Sure You know And to travel If you're driving Drive Get a rental If you don't have Rental money Then do what you Already should have been doing Is keeping your car up So you can hop on the road And drive to Atlanta You definitely don't want To drive to LA But you <laughs> definitely That's definitely A flying situation But <laughs> But uh, But you know Just in the close proximity Like Houston Texas You could drive If you wanted to um, um, Atlanta, Chicago, uh, Memphis, you know, uh-huh. like the region. You can hit the region, bef- you know, and then used to fly for the coast, but you yeah. got to get out here. That's a big, big That's plus to mine because I wasn't, as a producer, I stopped sending beats. I stopped emailing beats. Just started showing up, huh? Oh, yeah. That's why my pull up game became so vicious. And I learned that, like, and, but that's where I gained my respect. You know what I'm saying? People mm-hmm. just wasn't getting my beats and no email. Yeah. Or you ain't gonna just get a hit record now and not know who I am because you got ten thousand emails of beats. Right. And you just so happened to go come across this hit and it was mine. But you ain't never invest the time to find out who did it. You just made the song. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's why hearing what happened is just like that's bogus. But that's producers are so thirsty that okay i'm just gonna send my beats blind and i just hope they get picked up and you ain't sending nothing attached with no paperwork no disclosures no you know what i'm saying yeah mm-hmm. nothing like so you ain't even doing your own just self-justice and having your business right and that's why uh, again why like i said the mentors i got in the game they just help help me to where i won't have those problems nice so with uh, so tell us how you uh, so going back I know you said Troy Taylor is definitely one of your mentors. Shout out to him. Yeah, and, uh, Beast Slade. So t- uh, Beast Slade, yes, uh, Tone. So for Tone, yeah, so yeah, there I know about Tone. Yeah. So I know. Okay, that's what's up. Okay, so yeah, that's man. My so guy. so tell us how you met uh, you know Beast Slade and uh, Troy Taylor, man. Like since they are your mentors, man. Like I want to kind of hear like how did you meet them, man? And like how did it help you grow as a musician and a producer? Well, because they're um, 
they're musicians themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, B. Slay, Tone is a um, Grammy Award winning everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> and so like, he, he just, he, I mean, he just knew how to, as a musician, he knew how to, he knew the struggle for both, like I said, the, the musician that wants to be a, a hit producer as well. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and growing up in church and all that so we you know again so we was relatable we had a similar background so Mm -hmm. to where like okay we kind of had similar struggles too you know being in church but yet wanting to be this big either star or for him he's an icon you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like you know and uh as well as like for troy taylor you know, musicians will grow up in church and, you know, still going to church. Listen, just like me, I'm still at church every Sunday. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, but they they were able to understand the balance that's needed to withstand in the industry uh-huh. as well as to break through. And, like, for Troy Taylor, like, having Sammy and doing uh being responsible for trey songs and mm. you know other hit artists that he's worked with it's just crazy you know what i'm saying mm. like i was just working uh in atlanta with p nasty uh-huh and he did uh the ray shrimmer records you yeah. know what i'm saying and he did the um, sierra body party and did miley cyrus 23 and you know so it was just crazy you know what i'm saying like that i'm around I'm being surrounded by hit makers. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Like that, and that's really the company of people that I, you know, what I'm saying that I'm keeping. Like right. I know the young wave cast is doing probably the, you know, the Yachty's and probably the Dex and you know. Sure. But I mean, I love that kind of stuff, and I would love to work with those guys as well. But mm-hmm. I, I wanna, I wanna, just like this beat right here. That's not going to a Yachty or nobody like right. that. Like this, mm-hmm. we making a hit with this. We going to like. Rihanna, Drake, or probably overseas to UK because I got a strong UK following too. Nice. I, I found that out too, like London, Stockholm, all over there. So hell yeah, and that's why being a diverse producer, I don't, I'm not, I don't feel in competition with other producers because I'm like, oh, y'all can have the trap stuff if y'all want it. That's cool. I'm be over here probably anyway making either a hit EDM beat or pop record or gospel record or sure. I may be even over here on some film scoring shit. I might not even be making records right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm over here. I got an endorsement deal with this toy company. I'm making music or sounds for a toy company for the next 12 months. Yeah. That's what's up. You know what I mean? Like stuff like that. So it's like I don't have to be in competition. That's why I love collabing. Yeah. That's why I'm making collab. I don't care. Let's go ahead. Let's collab. You That's what's up. Because it just had to make sense, like I said, right, right, right. and everything like that. But yeah, I don't mind it because I'm ne- we're never going to bump heads as two producers working together because that's mm. whatever that genre is we're working on, that's not even my dominant source of income. Uh-huh. Hey, <laughs> hey, you know what? Hey, respect to that man. I can't even. Hey, real talk, real talk. That, that's because that's real shit, man. But uh, you know, one of the last few things, and you know, we probably gonna close it out in a few, man. Is uh, you know, again, thank you so much, man, for coming on. We truly do appreciate, it. especially all the fire we've been hearing. Oh man, yeah, <laughs> like nothing but beautiful ass, nothing but beautiful music. Thanks. It's like on some real shit, dog. So yeah, and I tried uh, to pick diverse, like I said, diverse music, man. So. 
my sound like I'm just diverse. Yeah. Yeah, and that's and that's a and that's one of the main things I think a lot of people uh if they don't take anything else from this like like how you explain, just be diverse, be versatile out here, you know. Learn as much as you can, you know, and use it and put it to good use out here, man. Like don't be scared of shit, just go for it. You know what I'm saying? Like Yeah, well definitely, definitely. uh I know we wrapping up. Uh I definitely wanna speak to Paperwork, man. You make sure y'all get y'all paperwork right. Yeah, most uh, definitely. Copyright your name. Register uh, would be in my ASCAP seat set. Um, uh, sound uh, tune core, all of that stuff. Like, yeah. my, my get you shoot all y'all videos 4K better, monetize views, like yep. all of that stuff. Like artists, producers. I'm speaking to everybody. Like. I'm with Empire as a uh, as a distribution. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So in the studio cooking, LLC has distribution through Empire. So nice. you know what I'm saying? So as of 2018, I'll be signing like producers, artists, uh, engineers, songwriters, different stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because we're gonna be getting into licensing and, and different stuff like that, you know. So I mean, like I said, it's bigger than just music. We we you know, I, I just see bigger. You know what I'm saying? So right, right, we right. just ain't gonna be just making records, but that's why we got everybody gotta have their paperwork right. Yeah, because everybody exactly. want to get paid, but don't nobody want to do the right paperwork out here. Right, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And right. that could be a whole another segment I could talk about, but that's that's what we on getting that paperwork right so we can get the paper. Absolutely, man. So go ahead and tell people how they can reach out to you, man, if they ever need to contact you for anything. Oh man, y'all can always find me on Major Eighty Eight Keys on everything. Nice. And that's an important thing to also artists and producers. Don't confuse your fan base and having all these different names and uh, stop it. Be organized. Yeah. Make it easy for your fans to follow you and find you. So again, my name is Major Eighty Eight Keys on everything. There you go. There you go, brother, man. Yo, again, like I said, man, 100% appreciate you coming out. No doubt. Thank you. Thank definitely, you. Yeah, definitely love this interview. Definitely love this interview. Uh, like I said, this is episode 19 of Fruit of the Boom podcast. Find us on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, Google Play, everywhere. You know, just find us out there. Find us at freshproducesteel.com. Yes, sir. Uh, next beat battle will be on the 1st of November. And then again, uh, December, we might have some more amazing stuff planned. So stay yeah. tuned. So again, my name is JBJR. Hey, I'm your buddy Matt Sawicki. Thanks for checking us out. Thanks for Major 88 Keys for coming out and blessing us and giving us some insight in the game, man. Uh, no doubt, no doubt. And definitely, you can look forward to seeing Major 88 Keys at the next next Fresh Produce beat battle. Hey. Hell yeah, man. We holler at y'all. Peace. Peace. See ya. Peace.